Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Guardians at HSWrestling.com podcast, Near Fall Backpoints, special edition, first night of state, live, sort of. I'm in my house and watching it, but we're going to be talking to a lot of champions, a lot of medalists. We're going to be having a good time, but before we get to that, we got to talk about sponsors. We got to make that money. Champion athletes, Dan Warnerkoff. A lot of these wrestlers that you're going to see and we're going to hear from and you're going to hear about in the last couple of weeks, use Dan Warnerkoff. Nutrition is such an important part of trying to be the best and get to where you're at. Dan Warnerkoff's the man when it comes to that. He helps wrestlers, football players, basketball players, non-athletes, in-state, out-of-state, anywhere you want to go. Championathletes.com, Dan Warnerkoff, a big proponent of what we do here. Champion athletes, check him out if you want to take that next step. Speaking of the next step, we're done with the teams. The site will be updated this week with final results. We're done with the with everything else with the rankings. It's now go time, the states. And speaking of go time, we're going to go to my first interview with one of the medalists. Joining me right now is the sixth place medalist at 106 this year, Jack Bastarica from Mount Olive. Uh, Jack, congratulations. Um, talk about this tournament, how you feel you, you, you performed. Um, you know, it's not what not what I wanted really. Going for going for the gold, but started off the first couple matches a little sluggish. Tough recovery for me after the weigh-in. Um, so, uh, my stomach was a little sick at the beginning, so kind of caught a tough loss at the beginning, but was able to call my way back in and place in the end. So I'm happy. Talk about that losing in the quarters by fall. Um, a lot of times, and, and this is just something that we've always seen. You always see somebody who's highly seeded. You being a two seed, sometimes you get caught or you, you know you lose one of those matches and you just can't get back into it. And you always see those guys who wind up getting eliminated the next round. What did you do to kind of get your head straight after that loss? I know, like you said, you expected to go higher up. What did you do in your head to just kind of get your mind right? Because you had to wrestle so quick after it. Kind of just got some fluids in my body. Um, took a walk outside, cleared my mind, and I was ready to go. Now you wind up wrestling back and you face the same guy for five, six. Um, just talk about that, like wrestling somebody. Is it is it one of those things where you just match? And he's a, he's a quality wrestler. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, and when you get to state, you, you know, it's very good. Just kind of your thoughts going into it. Was there anything having wrestled somebody earlier in the day that you kind of like were looking for or just you trying to go in your game or, or how did you feel? Uh, I thought I just didn't really wrestle the match smart. I knew he was kind of funky from bottom. He, was, he had good hips, so. I think I should have caught him a couple times when I was on top, but it is what it is. And he's a really good wrestler. So now finally, I know it's hard to ask this question, you know, right after the match and stuff. You guys had a, a great season. You make it to state, you win six. How do you feel? Your obviously you wanted to win. We all understand that. But how do you feel your your sophomore season was at Mount Olive and one of the craziest years we've ever seen? I mean, obviously it's not what I wanted, but I mean, a couple months ago, we didn't, we weren't even sure that we were going to have states. So, the fact that I'm a state place winner, 2021, is pretty exciting. Um, you know, uh, it is what it is. Though. Sixth place well, isn't too shabby. Well, it's going to be nice because no matter what, you're going to be up on that wall in the new gym, so you'll get to see names. Yeah, and not, yeah, yeah. Listen, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Congratulations and best of luck. Thank you. Thanks, Jack. Best of luck in the future. I know to be able to put your name up on that wall in Mount Olive is a huge thing. Somebody else putting their name on a, the wall of a historic program is Luke Stanich. 
who just finished up in the 3-4 matchup. Let's head to my interview when I caught up with him right after the match. I'm joined by the fourth-place finisher at 113, Luke Stanage of Roxbury. Luke, how do you feel about your tournament? Just tell me how you're feeling right now. Um, I'm a little disappointed, but I think I wrestled good and gives me something to look forward to next year, to work for next year. So, although I don't think I wrestled uh, – I did as good as I could have. Um, I'm still happy. Now, you semi-final match. Talk a little bit about that. You were tied 4-4. Kind of explain what happened, because it looked like you got a takedown, and then they waved it off. And then how did that scramble at the end come about? Because it looked like you were up, and then it was you weren't. Yeah, I really don't know. I just um, knew that the kid, whether he was in our shot or I was in our shot, was going to – turn it into a scramble so I was a little nervous and I'm not sure if I'm not sure if I had a lead by one point or it was tied you were tied and the ref gave you two and then he waved it off when you were deep yeah. and then he switched yeah. it and I was I didn't understand what had happened yeah he gave me two and then waved it off um well I guess I he just didn't think I had two anymore because my head wasn't free and then kid did some move I don't really remember i'm probably gonna look at uh look at it after this but call me on my back for two and back so now does that change your mindset obviously because you're in that match you think you have the two and you're pretty much set up with what you're doing and then all of a sudden you're you know you're you you think you're up two with about 10 seconds left and then all of a sudden it switches and now he's up two and you have to kind of be funky and get back into the match how do you how did you you know put that behind you and then recover to wrestle back? I mean, there was five seconds left, so I um, thought I got my two, and then he got me on my back, and I was kind of just stuck there. So I was trying to wiggle off, but I couldn't move. So match came to an end, and that was it. Really, didn't have time to try and come back. Now you wind up losing that match. Obviously, it was a disappointment. What did you do to get your head straight? Obviously, because we've seen so many times, you know, you see a big seed, they go down, they lose in a tight match like that, and then the next match, they're just completely checked out. How did you put that aside to come back and wrestle? I mean, I think uh, I started off that semi or consolation semi match kind of not in the right place as well. And I was out there just kind of like ready to be done because I didn't know what my next goal was but halfway through the match or little like a minute into the match I realized I was like I'm gonna look I'm gonna look back on this day tomorrow and think that I wish I took third instead of did what I did last year and so continue to fight through the match now finally you guys in your in your wrestling room for people who don't know you have all the, the place winners, state champions, and stuff on the board. How does it feel to know that the next generation, the final generation, is going to see your name up there as a medalist for this year? It feels good. Um, I'm hoping eventually that future generation will see that I'm a state champ. But, you know, I just hope that our program sticks to uh, how it's been doing. You know, it doesn't fall off, but... Um, I'll tell you, what? I'll tell you what, your program has been doing really well. Half, you know, 
co-champions in the conference this year came out of nowhere. Yep. I'll be the first to admit it. I knew you guys had some talented wrestlers. I didn't realize how much depth you had, and you guys wound up surprising me. I look like a fool for my predictions. I predict you to finish fourth. You wind up finishing first. And you, I, from what I'm told also by a few parents, I won't mention their names. They can't, they're crazy, and they yell at me all the time. If you guys had everybody you needed from regions in the matchup, you might have claimed it outright. You know, without with yeah, against the Hills. We're not making any. We're not making any excuses. But uh, <laughs> congratulations. Enjoy this. Like I said, I know it's rough. You know, after trying to when you have one goal and it turns into something different, but you should be proud of where you finished. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, you too. Thanks for the time, Luke. Now we're going to head to another medalist. Actually, someone in a weird twist could have been Luke's teammate, but elected to go to Del Barton. That is Tyler Vasquez. He finished third. I caught up with him a few minutes ago. Let's see what he had to say about his tournament. With me right now is the third place medalist in the 120 pound bracket, Tyler Vasquez of Del Barton. Tyler, congratulations. Just tell me how you feel after this tournament. Um, I felt pretty good. I got a lot, a lot of revenge from last year, this year pretty much. Well, the first match I had Hildebrandt, which he took me out of the state tournament last year. And that was a good revenge right there. And then second match I lost and me having him in third or fourth, it was pretty good. Felt pretty good winning that match again. Um, I didn't wrestle the first time I wrestled him. I didn't wrestle that good. I felt, I didn't feel 100% before, before going into the match. So that was a big aspect that, like, uh, brought me to my loss. And then after that, uh, again, the loss really told on me. I, well, I was crying pretty much. Uh, didn't feel pretty didn't feel pretty good and that just opened my mindset just have fun just uh blood around pretty nervous too I was really nervous that blood around. but after that I just went out there have fun I didn't care if I get taken down or not because I knew I was going to score if I got taken down now talk a little bit about that Ross because I, I was talking um to, to Nathan Fit earlier and I, I talked to a couple other guys um you know previous weeks as a, a higher seed We've seen it so many times where you get upset in a round by a close match, you come out the next round, and your just mind's not into it, and then you're out of the tournament. What did you do? Is there anything you did? I know your, your brother's been through some stuff as far as his wrestling. Who did you talk to to kind of get that head straight and say, hey, this is the end of the tournament? Um, I talked to pretty much my brother and Guy Russo. Guy Russo told me, like, you can't just stop there. Come back and wrestle pretty good. And my, bro my brother played a big part in this by bringing me outside, getting some fresh air, and just calming me down, getting ready for the next matches. He said, you can't stop there. College also, Guy Russo was like, college students don't always just look about you winning. It matters about how you wrestle back, and they see that too. So that was a big part that played in the role, me bouncing back. It's a, and I agree 100%. You always see that where you can always have the guys who are always winning, but the guys who can come back from that adversity because everything's not going to go their way and can rebound and even go farther, you know, that's a big thing. Now, you, you wrestle back, you see him in the 3-4. The, the you kind of had a smile on your face. Was there anything you kind of saw in the first match that you thought you could take advantage of or was it just kind of like, listen, I'm going out there and doing what I need to do? Well, many people, they wrestle me different states pretty much than, like, people around the country. Usually when I wrestle people around the country, they attack me. And people that are, like, ranked higher than me, they attack me and they actually wrestle back. But these people that I wrestle here just wait until I shoot or, like, wait until I touch them and wait until a reattack. 
So the guy let me get into his legs a lot with the high cross and single. So I knew how to, I had to change something up, grab both his legs, double, something like that to make sure he doesn't funk me. So that played a big role. Like it wasn't like people had to tell me that. I knew myself. It was just make sure I had to, I have to do it pretty much. And then finally, you were talking about last year and a little bit this year. How different was it? Because last year, you win, you get some time off. You go to the next day. It's spread out. Here, four matches in probably about a seven-hour period. How is that kind of mentally doing that? Because I don't – have you had to do that except for probably beasts, you know, something like that. How have you had to do that, you know, recently? Um, no, but I kind of liked it just one day thing, pretty much because of the weigh-ins. Oh, my nose is bleeding still. But oh. um, yeah, trooper uh, there. He said his nose is bleeding. He's still doing the interview. I like that. Dedication. So, um, pretty much the weigh-ins, like me cutting a lot of weight this year. After the weigh-ins, uh, felt pretty good to just drink whatever I want. Well, I didn't drink whatever I want, but I felt like just chugging water and actually feeling good before the match. Like last year, the first day, I did not feel good at all because I had to maintain my weight for the next day. And that's pretty much what brought me to my, to my loss last year. Me not, me dying at the end of the first period because of weight loss. But like from me drinking water and actually not worrying about my weight, it just felt like I could wrestle like two or three matches in a row, like without stopping. So that was pretty, it wasn't pretty, it wasn't different. It was like the same. You had to treat it the same as any other match. Well, now that you're done wrestling for, for states for now until you do it, tell your brother, take you down to Easton, Buffalo Wild Wings, eat a little bit, relax, and enjoy this. But congratulations and, and best of luck. Thank you. From one Del Barton medalist to another, his teammate, Cross Wozolewski, who finished fifth at 126, just caught up with me and gave his thoughts on how he felt he did. I'm joined by the fifth-place finisher at 126, Cross Wozolewski. Cross... Talk a little bit about your tournament, just how you felt you did today. Uh, I think the best way to put it is bittersweet. You know, last year I didn't get the place, and this year I finally did it. But, you know, it's not the end goal, of course. You know, I have two years to get that end goal. But, um, you know, today I really proved to myself that I can definitely do it in the future. Now, you guys, obviously, I talked to a few other of your teammates today. Last week at Regions, it was kind of strange because it was only four, then three. Now you had seven guys who were there. It was kind of like almost like a team atmosphere. Talk about the difference in just kind of the atmosphere and getting you guys fired up for the matches. Uh, it's definitely an advantage. You know, we practice every day in the room, and then we get to just have fun, um, not uh, not wrestling like on the, and the bleachers with each other. It's, it's always good because, you know, talk about wrestling and, we get our minds right. We push each other, and we also, like, calm each other down. And it's it's a great atmosphere. Now, you came in last year as a highly heralded freshman. Daniel Jones comes in, wins the state title. Talk about seeing somebody, you know, you got to see. And we, we've talked about this before. You guys didn't have the same offseason that you got to have as a freshman because it was very COVID and, and distance and such. Bringing him in and just seeing him come out and win a state title, how does it make you feel as one of his teammates? I. Uh, it's great. You know, it's um, it's just really promising for Del Barton's future. And, you know, I love messing around with Dan. And it's, uh, it's, it's great to see him succeed. Now, you obviously, you, you medal. How long do you take off before you start training for next year? Probably a week. 
Yeah. I'm not going to use my uh, wrestling shoes, so I have to wait till my new wrestling shoes come in. Oh, and then you'll be right back on. So if they exactly. show up Monday on the door, yeah. you're good to go. And plus, it's freestyle season, which is way more exciting. So it's like it's not even like wrestling. It's like, it's fun wrestling. So it's, it's it's sort of like the the wrestling before Russo and Stoll come into the practice room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, congratulations. Enjoy. Take that week off and have some fun. And hopefully, we'll hear from you in the future. I will. Thank you. Thanks, Russ. Another medalist in the 126 bracket, Nathan Fitt from Newton, joined me for a few minutes and told me how he felt overall and being able to put his name into the greats. I'm joined right now by Nathan Fitt, the 60, uh, 70, excuse me, at 126 uh, today at the state tournament. Talk about this run, just kind of getting there and getting that medal, just kind of what's going through your head right now. Um, so I, w- I was blood rounds last year. Uh, this year's coming back with vengeance. Uh, wanted wanted to get on that podium. Wanted to, you know, accomplish my goals and all that. So I think I think I had a pretty good run. Wrestled pretty well throughout the tournament. I I'd like to say um, had a few off matches, but uh, it's over with now. That that was it. Got to end off on a high note with seven. So that's always good. Now, like you were saying, with ending on a high note, the pin just kind of back and forth in that match is kind of what you look for and what you got to turn with. Was there anything you kind of saw you could do on him? Um, he was tough on top. Really, I wanted to get to my feet, which I wasn't able to. Uh, hit a nice ankle pick off the whistle, and he scooted around. Uh, got a little lucky with that one. But, yeah, no, I was just – my practice partners in the room are very funky. I got Danny Cleary and JoJo Latrulio. Uh-huh. So they're, they're funky kids. I'm always scrambling catching heads and that's that's just what happened caught it uh, caught his head at the end of the period was able to sink the half and that that was it now to, comparing last year to this year obviously everything was done in one day how, yeah. how is it mindset wise because you know down there you go you win your first match you have a day or, you know you get to here it's everything within what an eight hour period how is that mindset wise and, and how does that help with your condition well i mean i was talking to my coaches probably last week and i was like for the first time, like, I actually feel like I had post postseason conditioning from last year. And I was like, I was confident in it. I was uh, confident in my gas tank. So that was a good thing. But the mindset, I mean, I'm always, I'm always out there looking, uh, looking to win matches, looking to score points. And uh, that's what, that's what I came out there to do. Um, bringing home a medal feels good. And finally, talk a little bit about, you know, we know in that room, the history of Newton to have your name associated with some of those all-time greats as a state medalist. How did that feel right now? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, obviously, Newton has a great legacy, father of New Jersey wrestling, Henry Borsch, all that. I was talking to uh, Coach Iliff, uh yesterday, and he's like, he's like, just win it, and I'll be able to, I'll be able to, you'll be able to be the 83 because we have 82 and counting on the wall in the wrestling room. So he's like, I'll paint it over for you. But, you know, we didn't get that, but it's still okay. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously a great tradition and I'm very grateful to be a part of it. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, She'd kill me if I didn't say anything. Thank your mom and dad. They've been big helpful for us, you know, so I know she's always tweeting and doing stuff. So, you know, thank them for me and and congratulations on on the the medal. Yep. Thank you. Take care guys. Thanks. Have a good one. The medalists keep coming. I just got a chance to talk with the sixth place finisher from boot and Joe Fangaro and got to see what he had to say about his run in this tournament. I'm joined by the sixth place finisher at the 132 bracket, Joe Fangaro Boon. Joe, congratulations. Just talk a little bit about this tournament and how you feel you did. Thank you. Um, 
I think I wrestled really good. You know, some matches better than others, some positions better than others. Um, but overall, I'm happy with the way I wrestled. Wish I got higher on the medal stand, but, you know, I can't worry about that. Now, you go out there in the quarterfinals, being the number two seed, it was a really close match to, to Phillips from Burley Dayton. What did you do? Because obviously you expected to go in the semis and further, and I had you in my finals, but I won't bring that up. Uh, but you, you wind up losing that match. What, we talked about your mindset. How did that test your mindset to be able to come back out there after losing a close match like that? Yeah, after that match, I was very mad. But I had to make a decision either dwell about it or come back in place. And it was a tough battle, but I figured it out. Now, you wind up placing. Um, you, you make the 5-6 bet. You face the same person. Did you try to change anything? Um, or was it just kind of like, listen, it's a whole new game with him? Uh, tried to change a couple things um, on my feet. But, you know, it's kind of – it was tough. He, he's really good. He's really good on his feet. It's hard to get him moving. I tried to get him moving more, but – you know, I did what I could. Now, you're the uh, the first boot and place winner since 2018. Um, do you know who that was in 2018? Yeah, um, that was my brother. <laughs> now, with you, with him finishing fifth and you finishing sixth, I know at, at some point when you're sitting there and you're going for your medal, did you want to get a little bit higher so you could kind of rub it in his face like, hey, I finished higher in states than you? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, that would have, that would have been really great, but you know, next year when I win it, you'll, I'll really shove it in his face. You'll get two medals and you'll be a champion. But. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, congratulations. You wrestled a great season. I know, you know, it was disappointing you finished, but you obviously medaled and you know, you're going to have your name up there. So congratulations and enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. Del Barton keeps collecting the medals as at 138, Joseph Davi finishes fourth. I had a chance to catch up with him and talk to him about his finish in the tournament. I'm joined by the fourth place winner at 138, Joseph Davia Del Bar. And Joe, tell me about your season and just kind of how you felt this tournament went for you. Yeah, I felt great today, you know. Uh, no pressure. was having fun out there. Uh, didn't make the moment bigger than it was. Uh, just trying to have fun, touch some legs, get some takedowns. Um, you know, it made for a great experience. I was very happy with how I performed and how it turned out. Now, you went out there and had a great performance. You beat the fifth seed. You beat the fourth mm -hmm. seed. You beat the mm -hmm. 13th seed. And you beat the third seed. Mm -hmm. you know, just that's a, that's a great run for, for somebody. You know, yeah. just, just talk about that. And just kind of a lot of times I've noticed when, you know, and obviously the seed's not where you traditionally, it's just how you kind of finish. But when you go out there and you see a guy who might have a higher seed or something like that, what's your mindset in going out there and wrestling them? Because a lot of times people can get let the moment be too big. Yeah, no, I agree. I was just going out there and trying to wrestle my match. You know, there were people trying to tell me tips on each kid I was wrestling, but, you know, I wasn't there to worry about what the other kid was doing. I was there to worry about what I was doing, you know, staying in solid position, wrestling hard for the whole six minutes. You know, it was a big part of Del Barton is the conditioning aspect of it, and I always felt well-conditioned and excited throughout the whole match, and I really think that's one of the main aspects that pushed me to where I got to. Now, obviously, you had a great cheerleading section with having so many teammates yeah, medal yeah. and make the states. Um, how was it? Because I know we had talked last week with 
it was only four per four per session and there was three now you had seven so it was pretty much the group you would wrestle with in practice how yeah. cool was it having all those guys and being able to cheer them on it really was awesome you know you get like that team match atmosphere again you know all our guys were roaring and hooting for each other um it was really awesome you know our team is really tight-knit and you know, uh, I think they're cheering and the cheering from the parents is really what pushed me through a lot of those tight matches. Well, congratulations. Enjoy this. I know uh, it's another banner day at States for Del Barton. I know there's going to be lots of medals and championships around and you can etch your name into that history list, which is a great thing. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We had Joe Fungo earlier. Now we have his teammate, Jason Smith, who finished seventh at 145. I got a chance to catch up with him and not only talk about his run, but a little bit about his brother, who was at 106 for this tournament as well. I'm joined by the 145-pound seventh-place finisher, Jason Smith of Bootman. Jason, congratulations. Talk a little bit about your tournament and just kind of how you feel you did. Uh, I think I wrestled good. Had a couple close matches. I got pinned in the concies. Wasn't, wasn't planned for it, but I had to come back, bounce back, and wrestle for seventh. Now, Felt you good. had you had an interesting week um you were supposed to be ranked higher because you beat austin jack austin had mm -hmm. a, austin had a withdrawal so it basically took it away and dropped you in different setup i know you were obviously getting ready for who you had in your bracket did that change your mindset because obviously you 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 know who your first round opponent is and you're kind of getting ready for them and trying to see tape did it change that all of a sudden being swapped uh yeah swapping definitely uh definitely hurt i liked my matchups with uh with the fourth seed but i couldn't let that uh affect me at all and had to keep my head straight and just get ready for who i was wrestling now when you lost in the quarterfinals i was talking to your teammate earlier joe fungaro how did you put it behind you to wrestle back because it's such a tough thing especially when you're in a situation where you lose a match you should win or you're in that area and you expect to go farther We've seen it every year where somebody goes in, they lose, they wind up losing the next round because it's so quick this year. How did you put that behind you? I just kept trying to think nobody wants it more than me. I mean, it's it's a loss, but I just got to come back and take seventh. Eighth does not sound good, and I wanted seventh. Now, speaking of seventh looking good, finally, talk about – how it's going to look knowing that your name and your teammates name are up on that board showing that you were state medalist for the few generations to come. Oh, it, it's awesome. Can't wait for our names to be up there and then hopefully get my brothers up there next year and we'll be rolling. Yeah. Boone's got a really good squad and especially um, next year. I, I think you guys are going to be rolling because if some of those teams in that conference might not uh, be bringing back what they think and it might be Boone's year next year. Yeah. Well, congratulations, enjoy this, and best of luck. Thank you. We've talked to most of the medalists. Now let's talk to someone who participated in a championship match, Logan Wadel from North Huntington. He was a 106 finalist. Let's talk to him right now. I'm joined by the second-place finisher in the 106 weight class, Logan Wadel from North Huntington. Logan, congratulations. Just talk about your tournament. I know you're making the finals it was one of your goals, just what you did to achieve that goal. Um, I just, uh, I just was mentally like prepared and, uh, I've been working hard and yeah, I just, in my matches, I've prepared well and just executed my, uh, my stuff. 
now you, you you knock off some you know higher seed and such on the way. What is it was in your mindset? Because a lot of times people can get into that bright light situation. How did you kind of put that up behind you and into the side and be able to be successful? Uh, I just thought to myself like relax and remember like why I started wrestling and just thinking I'm better than everyone. So. What got you started in wrestling since you bring it up? What, what was the reason that kind of hooked you? Because this is a tough sport. What was the one that kind of said, you know, hey, I want to do this? Um, well, it all started when I was, it all started when I was uh, probably five or six. And uh, my dad wrestled in high school for North. So I wanted to follow in his footsteps. Oh, cool. Now, you guys had a really good year last year at North. Um, didn't have the full season you wanted to, but still successful. Talk about some of your partners. I know you got some guys tomorrow who are going to be heading out there looking to kind of get on that podium as well. Just just what it, this means for North as a whole. Uh, I, I yeah, my partners. I I feel like they're going to do well tomorrow. I think they're. I think they could all. They're all eligible. They're all have the ability of placing, and um, yeah, they it means means a lot for North. Well, congratulations. Thank you for joining me for a few minutes and, and enjoy this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you Thanks much. for the time, Logan. He wound up losing to Daniel Jones with Del Bart, who took the title at 106. Other finalists were Evan McGallion, who finished second after finishing first last year. Joey Oliveri, who won his third out of four trips down and actually placed on the podium, was fourth his sophomore year, if I remember correctly. And Simon Ruiz, who finished second at 145. Now, it's not over. We got a whole nother day, a whole nother set of weights, seven weight classes. We're going to have medalist reaction. Hopefully, we'll have championship reaction if people return phone calls. Oh, I digress. But we will have more wrestling. So, for Jared, the podcasting legend, I'm Donald J. Brower. We'll see you tomorrow.